Assalamu alaikum, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is the fifth episode of Two Alike Pod. If you are an existing listener, welcome back, welcome back. If you're new, this is a podcast run by two young black Muslim women who aim to have open discussions about the realities of life. Our topics range from politics, religion, institutionalized racism, and other conversations like self-care, friendship. So yeah, let's get onto this week's episode. If you guys can tell, this week's episode is also a little bit different. Um, unfortunately, my co-host did not do this week's episode due to a passing in her family. If you guys could please make dua for her, her family, um, us and the entire Muslim Ummah really. 2020 has been especially hard for many of us, if not all of us, but I still hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Cracking on with the episode um, and talking about all things 2020 and its shambles, we're gonna start the episode with my regular COVID updates. If you're from the UK, you already know this, um, but if you're not, guys, we could be going into a second lockdown. I'm so sad. Like, I talked about this in the last episode and I already said um, the chances of a second lockdown looked pretty high to me. Some things have changed since then. Uh, more restrictions have been placed on the UK. We now have a 10pm curfew. I think this was on the 23rd of September. Um, but since then, there have been more um, restrictions placed. Let me just read to you guys the key points that came from the Prime Minister. Uh, office workers who can work from home should work from home. Pubs and restaurants in England will be ordered to close at 10pm each night. The hospitality sector will be restricted to table service only. Face covering must be worn in taxis and private hire vehicles and by retail staff at work. Customers indoor hospitality will also have to wear face covering except while seated at the table to eat and drink. The exception of the rule will be reduced banning indoor team sports such as indoor five-a-side football matches. Uh, they were planning to have spectators at football venues um, by October but that's that's been dropped due to the increase in cases and wedding ceremonies and receptions will be capped at 15 people. Guys, uh, the cases are increasing. It's not looking good. I'm looking at today's numbers and it's saying, no, yesterday's numbers, 6,000 cases. I think last week I spoke to you guys about the R numbers and um, explained in how the more we are all in contact with each other uh, the more the virus can spread and um yeah it's happened you know everything's getting everything was getting back to normal and um obviously that triggered it schools were opening people back in schools pubs were open you know restaurants people crowding it's crazy and also universities i know that a lot of people have gone back to or have started first year um, at university. I don't know which university it was but the students were, were quarantining in their in their rooms and putting up posters saying help us um, because they had to quarantine in their rooms and like so many students were getting the virus um, because they're in, a, they're in a small space, they've all come from different places. Like it's so obvious that's going to happen. Talking about um, Covid, guess who got Covid guys? It's Trump. <laughs> Trump got Covid guys. Um, yeah, Donald Trump has covid this is the same man that was screaming and shouting hoax for the last you know seven months more than that has covid has contracted covid him and his wife have contracted covid i don't know what to say like my first reaction was am i supposed to like am i supposed to feel bad like i don't know you know two hundred thousand people have died because he kept screaming and shouting that this was this was a hoax you know now you have it i just don't get how people take him seriously 
Wallahi, I just don't see it, subhanAllah. People take him seriously. Recently, he was making fun of Joe Biden about wearing masks. Masks. Guys, there's so many videos of him mocking people wearing masks. There's a virus. Make it make sense. Well, guys, now he has COVID. So, however, a lot of people are not... There's a lot of people doubting um, whether this is true or not. I just... I. It would be crazy if this man was faking having COVID. But um, I don't think it's impossible. I wouldn't put it past him, especially after the last debate with um, with Biden. I, I really wouldn't. Um, it was shambolic. While we are on the presidential debate, something even crazier happened. Donald Trump was asked to denounce white supremacy and as expected he didn't. Guys it baffles me so much this was the presidential debate. It was a little unexpected that he made the comments that he made but um, I know that those are the those are his true feelings. If you guys don't know um, again he was asked to denounce white supremacy um, which he replied proud boys stand back and stand by if you guys don't know who the proud boys are the proud boys are far-right neo-fascist male-only organization with ties to white supremacy um, that promotes and engages in political violence they're based in the United States and um, they have presence in Canada. Their leader called it a great moment. He instead deflected the question by going on a rampage about Antifa, protesters, all of that. Um, it was just shambolic. It was embarrassing. Um, I don't understand why in this time when so much is going on, when there's so much racial tension and clear-cut racism, you know, we're having black people being shot down on the streets by police officers, protests are everywhere if you were just smart you'd say you denounce white supremacy but you know i'm thinking why how is it so hard but again i realize i'm a black woman and it probably burns inside to denounce his buddies um his people um yeah it was just shambolic and hard to watch um, i didn't watch the entire presidential debate i should um but just from looking at twitter i can see it was shambolic yeah so that was presidential debate i just want to also say that a lot of the political conversations we're having today are going to be quite short um just because i want to have these discussions with my co-host in more depth and there's a lot more research that has to go into this but yeah um inshallah in the future we'll do a proper long in-depth political discussion um, a discussion about politics in the US um, and in Europe, inshallah. But um, talking about racism and Donald Trump, guys, the Breonna Taylor verdict came out. Um, I'm devastated to say that none of the murderers are being convicted for the murder of Breonna Taylor and that's what I'm going to call the murderers. Everything pointed towards a conviction and um, we were not given a conviction. Justice has not prevailed. I'm going to read what happened um, from an article from the New York Times. It goes, a grand jury indicted a former Louisiana police officer on Wednesday for endangering Breonna Taylor's neighbours by recklessly firing his gun during a raid on her apartment in March. But the two officers who shot Miss Taylor were not charged in the death. Listen to that again, guys. A police officer was indicted for endangering Breonna Taylor's neighbours, right? Because he was shooting like a madman. He was shooting like a madman and he recklessly shot into her neighbour's home. But the officers that killed Breonna Taylor are not being charged at all for her death. This decision came more than a hundred days of protests, a month-long investigation into the death of Miss Taylor. And of course, you know, he should be charged for that. But... Brianna died. Brianna Taylor died. 
and nothing is being done about it. In the conference following the announcement of the grand jury's decision, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron said he knew that some people would not be satisfied. If you don't know Daniel Cameron, I think that's how you pronounce his surname, um, he's the Attorney General on her case. He's the Attorney General for Kentucky. He's a black man and he failed Brianna Taylor and her family he failed the people just look him up you'll know how much of a shambles he is what I am going to do because I don't want to speak too much on this man I'm just going to read to you a post that I saved about um, representation and Daniel Cameron and all that has occurred with the Brianna Taylor case um, it comes from Van Lathen on Instagram they said um, quote unquote we say that representation matters and we are not wrong it does my heart fills up when I see black faces in places they don't previously occupy. But representation isn't an elixir. It's not a solution. It's not a cure. It's a start. There are questions that come after it. What do you represent? Are you within an evil system trying to in some way drag it to a less harmful existence? Are you forcing people to operate in a way that values and uplifts black lives? Are you championing those who are most vulnerable in a country that has victimized, exploited and terrorized them openly for centuries? Or are you white supremacy gift wrapped in black? Are you a status quo trojan horse a deadly and useless melanated mutation of a black man and daniel cameron had the opportunity to show not just his state but the world that brianna taylor meant something to him she's gone a black lady a citizen a public servant is gone for nothing and i never got the sense one time that daniel cared never got the sense one time that he was interested or invested in holding the police accountable for executing a black woman while she slept this disconnect is intentional deadly and almost ensures we see an outcome like this again i don't know what this man represents but it certainly isn't me i thought this was really powerful um again like i've spoke about representation and the importance of representation but this is so true like what do you represent are you for the people or are you a token inshallah guys um we'll do a more in-depth discussion about rihanna taylor and black lives matter in a future episode um again this will be done with my co-host um but i hope you guys are enjoying the little bits of updates on everything that's going on if you're not aware of it so guys it's black history month um happy black history month it's actually black history all day every day in this corner i saw something wild on twitter um they decided in london to paint four post boxes black for black history month um i was just looking at the tweets and it seemed a bit controversial i think some people liked it some people found it weird I personally found it weird um it's four not every single post box in london but four painted black um in celebration of black history month like there was nothing else like how many people sat at the table and decided to do this there wasn't any other like ideas you know i just i don't get it like i understand what they're trying to do i just don't think it was executed properly um if you like it then good for you um I just in this climate I just find it weird you know you could have done so much more the money used for the post boxes I feel like could have been used to benefit um some communities especially during this pandemic um if they've done that I haven't heard about it but um I just feel like do more do more and do better um I hope you have black people at the table you need to have people of color um there to listen to these ideas you know run the whole thing but um happy black history month hashtag black lives matter all we're doing is supporting and celebrating black businesses um i think that's so important to support 
our own and fund black business black creatives um yeah talking about business and um you know buying it's autumn the autumn season has come i spoke about this probably in the last episode i was really excited for autumn um i was excited for autumn trends fashion trends and i really wanted to speak about that on today's episode because it's something that i like so let's get into some of the trends that i've been seeing i've listed a few trends there's obviously a lot more but these are the ones that i have for now so yeah um i'll probably add on to it in the future inshallah but let's get into it for me guys it's everything y2k y2k trends have been coming back i've been loving them one of my favorite y2k trends is the fendi baguette or dior saddlebag type look i've liked the trend for a while but um have recently been purchasing those type of bags i love them they're so beautiful um more bags are in and this style of bag is so beautiful you can find it everywhere anywhere it's in zara h&m aliexpress even um the silhouette is probably one of the main reasons that i wanted i wanted this bag it's beautiful it reminds me of the y2k films that i used to be obsessed with um as a kid as a preteen it gives me new york vibes and i love it another trend that i've been really into and i think a lot of people have is the cardigan and vest trend um i've really been into this for a while now and i've yet to cop really good vests and cute cardigans guys um when i do i'll let you know inshallah another trend that i've been seeing all over the gram is monochrome sets monochrome sets are just really really cute i really do like them um that's really it for my fashion trends autumn trends um um there's obviously a lot more um you know jackets coats but i'd be here forever and we can't do that um i wanted to talk to you guys about uni i just started uni again well actually i've been in uni for two weeks now i did speak about this in the last episode um everything is online and it is stressful i'm not liking it i'm not loving it it's it's stressful what's even worse is the actual class (laughs) um let me paint a picture for you guys you're in class it's a seminar your teacher decides it'd be a great idea to split you into groups um, with strangers you're trying to speak um, but nobody's turning on their mics it's horrible it's horrible you know how it's awkward when you're in the class it's a billion times worse online i remember one time nobody was speaking so i just left my laptop and went downstairs to go get food i was gone for two minutes three minutes nobody said anything literally i come back everyone's silent nothing's in the like chat area it was so so awkward well i so awkward said this before i want this to end with all of me but we're in a pandemic and this is the new norm um but yeah guys let's just pray that this ends soon inshallah um that's all i have for today guys i'm going to end with a poem um i hope you listen till the end so i found this poem on twitter by milda's touch poetry and it goes the black woman society does not water the flower that is the black woman but the black woman is like any other flower for she grows strong even without being nurtured her roots are deep her stem is strong and her petals grow bright she is the only flower which can grow under any circumstance i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode please let us know what you thought about the episode on our instagram 
or by liking and rating us on apple podcast again you can also follow us on soundcloud thank you guys so much for the support and the love that you're giving the podcast i wanted to end by saying justice for brianna taylor black lives matter and thank you again for tuning in this week we'll see you guys on the flip side bye